Hello, and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We're your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie, and a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. Today, we will be chatting about the lottery, so now it's time to grab your knitting or crochet or a drink or go on that walk and tune in because we're about to get started. Let's start, guys, by what's on our needles. So I will start us off. I was so eager to start a new project because we have a new calendar of classes coming and I have been itching to start a new sample. And I, I'm just going to say it because if you're listening to our podcast, you're, you're one of the, our, our special people here. So, um, on our next calendar, there will be a project. It is called Carolina Promenade. Um, it is a multifunctional poncho style garment, but you can wear it several different ways and you can even use it as a wrap itself. Um, it's actually just a very long rectangle that you just like origami around you, but it has this beautiful lace cable panel that I started knitting. I got gauge because it's something you wear, so you have to get gauge. Um, but I started knitting it and it is so much fun. It's just enough thinking with the lace cable panel and then the rest of the row is either all knit or all pearl. And I'm using the Renew by Barocco. It is, it's luxurious. It's one of the softest yarns I've ever knit with. And I'm loving this color. I'm doing it just in like a, a beigey, like neutral, natural white. I love it. It's perfect. Wow. That's my <laughs> new <one> this week. <laughs> you hold that up and I, I, if the rest of the world could only see. Oh, that is really neat. Wow. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. It's, it's only charted that she did not write it out so you have to know how to read charts um or I guess we're gonna learn that in class together but it's it's a lot of fun it's great that's exciting wow so and here's something else I just realized we tell secrets on the podcast yeah and I just threw down a huge secret (laughs) you did Brianna it's the new Brianna Natalie I know she's letting she's got loose lips I'm just so tired of keeping secrets. I just want to, I just want to talk about our knitting. I know, I know, I know. It's so hard to keep some knitting secrets. Okay. So on my knitting needles right now, I am knitting a snowman hat. Actually, this is going to be a gift for a baby. That's going to turn one pretty soon, but I do have my Christmas stocking going along and I still have my granny square blanket. And you, these are all things that are going to be done, done, done. So I am ready for, I think to do that. I've jotted it down the Carolina promenade <laughs> or whatever else. Can't wait. Awesome. All right. There's That's my needles, Natalie. What's on yours? So I'm boring. I'm not actually knitting anything new right now. I'm knitting. Well, I'm not boring because this is a really fun project. I'm knitting my two at a time socks. Um, my second pair that I'm doing with class. Mm-hmm. And I just finished my gusset decreases. And I'm on the foot now. So my goal is to finish the foot on these by Thursday, which I think is totally doable. And then um, I'm ready for the toe. And these will be done for a Christmas present. And I am using the Plymouth Happy Feet Splash 100. Um, I don't know what the color is, but it reminds me of Buzz Lightyear. It's got like purples and like neon greens and like little specks. So it's a lot of fun. Something I just had in stash for my second pair. 
Um, and then I am crocheting my sampler squares. I have two, I have one and a half left. So I'm very close to being done that. Um, so th that's my focus this week is to finish these two projects up. But I, I was a little under the weather last week and I did start about like three or four new projects. So I have a lot of knitting and crocheting going on over here. And I have never been more excited to make samples in my life. I feel like all of these, I was just like chomping at the bit to cast on. So I'm so excited that I've finally gotten to. Yeah. Great. Best feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So now that we've done that and we've gotten all the knitting out of the way for right now, we can talk about the lotto. So if you don't know, the lottery was won in California and the ticket that won was bought at a mobile gas station. This all happened on 11-9 and the Powerball jackpot, it was the largest it was it has ever been and it was $2.04 billion. Um, also, next drawing is tonight. Is that, is that correct? It, well, if you're listening to this on Monday, <laughs> yes, it's tonight. So if you're listening to this on Tuesday, Somebody might have won, but yeah, there is a drawing tonight, so that it's it's building again. There we go. Um, so you better go hurry, go to the gas station, get your ticket. How much I, is a Powerball ticket nowadays? I think they're two dollars. And I'll tell you what, I am so motivated to go put gas in my car, which is one of the things that I absolutely hate doing. <laughs> I, I I will pass that job off to Ed in a heartbeat until I learned that the winning lottery ticket was bought at a gas station yeah a at a gas station so you know what gas up your own car and get a lottery ticket while you're there right absolutely that's gotta be really good advertising for the gas station right yeah. you know this the, whoever sells it the retailer who sells it also wins Ooh. so the gentleman yeah it was a really cool story too you know it's it's one of those worked hard, run a gas station, uh, first generation here in the States. And he won a million dollars. He was in tears, like just enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. So, think, you know, the lottery, now this is the national lottery, but I just got to put a little push out there for the lottery. So my dad was, you know, just very wholesome and very holy and the man didn't drink and the man didn't smoke and the man didn't do this and the man didn't do that. But guess what my dad did every day of his life? He bought a lottery ticket. And he gambled. He gambled. He was a gambler. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, but, uh, it, you know, here in Pennsylvania, I'm going to put a little uh, push out there because I am the benefactor of it now. The, the lottery earnings do a lot of really good things in the state of Pennsylvania. And one of them is that it's our SEPTA system, like it supports the SEPTA system. And once you turn 65 in the state of Pennsylvania, you, me, can ride any SEPTA transit any day of the week, anytime for free. I think I've talked about that already. And now that I'm retired, I've got that out of the way. Um, <laughs> it's amazing, but it's really, really cool. So go gamble, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's an awesome thing that they, they do it like that. It really is. It is. So well, it's not all, gambling's not all bad. <laughs> no, you can gamble for your community. That's right. <laughs> Get out there and gamble for your community. 
that should be their new slogan <laughs> you're welcome Good. philadelphia lottery i hope you're listening Natalie, you girls got to get on this tomorrow. We have a new slogan for you, Campbell, for your community. I love it. Have you seen the ads? The Pennsylvania Lottery, the one ad that they have, the woman is, um, she's knitting. She's sitting there knitting. She's a young person like either one of you gals, not like me. She's a younger girl. She's sitting there knitting. She's talking about the lottery, but it cracks me up because at the end, they hold up this blanket that has been hand knit but it's actually really crocheted and it has the image of the lotto symbol in it this little logo thing in it but yeah go gamble for your community we love it that's awesome see they're already gunning for our people we could do this we could do this we can help them (laughs) what would you do i guess let's start with what would you do if you were the person that won 2.04 billion dollars in the powerball last week i I don't know. Like, I, I I would be afraid to tell people, first of all, um, or like, have my name out there because don't they like publish who won? Is that a thing? They will once you come forward, once you go to receive yeah, it. Yeah, it's not anonymous. So I, I would kind of be nervous to win, especially that much. But I I think about it all the time like what would I do with that amount of money because that is like absolutely unattainable as a a middle class citizen just like even if you counted all of your yearly salaries for like working age people for your whole life you'll never get to a billion dollars so I don't know I feel like well I would pay off all my credit card debt and all of my debts, all of my loans, everything that I have as, you know, student loans, car loans, I would buy a house in cash that that's like my dream is to buy a house in cash. Um, But then the rest of it, I don't know, I would probably give a lot of it away and invest some of it into organizations that I felt like needed that money. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, you know, it is a stratospheric number to even think about. Yeah. It, it's, it baffles your mind. So Ed and I, you know, as this was accumulating and building and, you know, Ed does play, it's like my dad, he gambles every day um, to support those seniors in the state of Pennsylvania and uh, keep me riding the train for free. But um, he and I were talking a little bit and just, you know, just something to think about. And um, I, I really... To be honest with you, I don't want that much money. I don't really want my life to change that much. I would just want to be so stable that there would never be the worry about I need a new roof or the plumbing or the heat. Like everything was all, you know, secured and all like that. And then, you know, I don't want to move. I don't want to buy another house. I don't want two houses to take care of. I just want my place to be really secure. And then I um I would do the same thing, Brianna. I would put a little bit more into my retirement account, even though it's too late for that, but just to offset the world we live in right now. And I would want to give a lot of it away. And I, I want to give it away to the people that I love, which you girls are included in this. Um, My neighbors across the street, my family, not that anybody got rich, but just that everybody could live their dream. Like living comfortably, not having to worry about yeah and things reduce stress and just really um and then then my organizations but i i would just want to um give everybody i could what they might need so that we could all like just 
live life stress-free, doing all the things we want to do and uh, all, all day, every day. And that would be it. All right. That's what I would do. I, I love it. it. I think that's a big one, Kathy. It's like, it's crazy to think about that amount of money. But I think the first thing that I would be excited for to have enough would be to be able to do what you are passionate about, regardless of what that is. It frees you up to be able to go do something that you are, you know, you're living your dream, right? Like go chase your dream. You have the license to do it because you don't have to worry about all of the little things that you usually do need to worry about. Um, so I think number one thing that I would be excited for is to live my dream. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think to your point, I would also give a lot of it away to different charities, organizations, my family. Um, but I think to my one criteria, the one thing that I really would want, I would buy a house near a large body of water. I just want to live near a large body of water. I don't know if it's because I'm a Pisces, but that's very appealing to me. It could be a lake. It could be the ocean, but it just needs to be big enough that I can see water from my window. So that'd be cool. That would be yeah. <laughs> and then if you won and you bought that place, and of course you would have taken care of Brianna and I too, mm -hmm. because we, then we could come and visit you and, you know, hang out with you and, and whatnot. So yeah. That's a new oh. Ruth Knitting headquarters, the house by the large body of water. <laughs> yes. And I will clean that house every week of no cost that'll be <laughs> strictly because she'll be so grossed out by the state that I've left it in she won't be able to help herself what I meant but I'll I'll do anything to live in that house it sounds like an awesome can we can all live there it'll be like the roots house yeah it's rooted in water it's it's like the perfect trio there yeah that would be a that's perfect and well, then oh when you're teaching zoom classes you could have the water behind you while you're teaching. And would that be a pretty like oh, yeah. back setting? And oh, just, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned. Stay you know. Never know. Next right? time I win the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think I think we all have, first of all, I think we all have a good head on our shoulders. Second of all, I think these are all great ideas. Yeah. All right. Um, how would you want to win this? So there's options when you win the lottery, you can take the lump sum all at once at like a full payout, or you can do, um, I think they call it annuity, right? Like you pay out over a period of time. It's like a constant rate. Um, and you receive like a weekly or a bi-weekly, or I think it's a monthly sometimes too, like annuity. Yeah. So how would you want to get paid? I think I would want a lump sum in the beginning so I could like plan out what I wanted to do with it it does seem a little bit easier maybe to get paid you know once a month um because that would be like extra money because I, I wouldn't I don't think I'd ever stop working if I won the lottery even if it was for that much just because we all need something to do and and working and our jobs give us purpose and I, I get to see people at my job so that is something that I enjoy I like to be around people during the day um but I would prefer to have it in one sum that way I can just like use everything that I need to get rid of all my stress and worries and use use the rest to get rid of everyone else's stress and worry and then 
just live off of the rest of it. Yeah, I, you know, I always, I, I'm mixed on it, but I think I'm coming over to the, I think the way this would work best is if I got it all at once. Mm-hmm. And then after I did those things of like who I want to give money to, people I love, organizations, the work at my house, take the rest of it. And this is where before we go public with, hey, I won the lottery, have a really good financial planner who they don't need to invest in or anything, but I just want them to hold on to it and only send me a check every week for $2,000. No more. Even if I call and cry, I (laughs) I just want $2,000 a week. Okay. That's all I want. So I got to get it all to do what I want to do. And I got to give the rest of it to this financial planner and um, like a trust and just send me $2,000 every week. Could you imagine getting $2,000 every week, every week? No, I want to get $2,000 every other week. (laughs) That'd be nice. Well, you know what, Brad? I used to be like, oh, $500 a week would be great. And then the world got a little crazy. I was like, maybe $1,000. And now that it's like a little crazy, I'm like, I think I need $2,000 now. So, uh, but you could just like go to the grocery store and not have to comparison shop everything. I like to comparison shop. I like a good value, but you know, if I want the most expensive eggs, I'm getting the most expensive eggs. Yeah. Or if yeah. you want yourself to that, like, you know, $10 pint of ice cream. Ten yes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about you, Natalie? How are you going to get your money? I think lump sum. Um, I think the reason is I think you can control it a bit more. So like, if you were going to invest it, I feel like you control how you're investing that versus getting it annuity basis um again too like i think doing everything you want up front it's nice to have the lump sum and then to your point kathy giving it to someone who then can give you that annuity almost like every week every two weeks however often you want to get paid um it sounds like a good idea and i was actually talking to chris about this because you know it was just like a topic of conversation as like the news came out that someone won but he had mentioned that no one has taken the annuity option in a very long time. Really? Yeah. He told me that. I don't know if it's true. So if it's not true universe, I'm sorry that my <laughs> fiance gave me false yes. information, but I think he's right. So there must be something to it. Yeah. There must- having control of it, you know, just getting, getting it to work, make it work the way you want it to work. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. Yeah. Awesome. All right. And then um, here's a question. Do you guys play the lottery? I I don't. I honestly don't think I've ever bought an actual lottery ticket. Now, I've bought scratch-offs, you know, for myself and as gifts, and, and we get them as gifts. Um, But I've never played, like, the this one where you have to, like, pick numbers. I've never played that one. Yeah, I I don't. As much as my dad was a gambler and my husband's a gambler, I just, I have to say it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. So Ed goes every day to the same place that my dad went every day. But I guess it becomes a part of your pattern. It's like going to Wawa every morning for coffee. Yeah, it, this is what I do. I go to Davis's Trading Post and I buy a couple of numbers and I get the newspaper and I talk to people. But, um. I don't. And again, it's just because it seems like it's so much work, but I think I might be inspired to do it once in a while now. 
Yeah, definitely. I, I feel the same way now that I, the pots seem to be getting larger. Yeah. You know, what's, what's a couple bucks? Yeah. Throw your hat in there. Yeah. Might as well. I have not played. And this was also something Chris and I were talking about. But I was like, I think I have. I think I have. Because technically, when Ed would go play the numbers, the, the goal was if we won the lottery, we were all working at the knitting shop full time forever. And so I think technically I have played the lottery, you know, even I though I didn't play it. We all play it because if he's playing for us, well, there you go. Exactly. There you I, go. I do remember as a kid, my dad used to play the lottery. Now, I don't know if he did it every day. I think it might have been like, you know, when he got the Friday paycheck, he would go and like get a lottery ticket. But we would used to help him pick the numbers. When he bought the ticket, we would like tell him numbers to to put down. He never won anything. So maybe we shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't be picking numbers for anybody. But I do. That was a fun memory. <laughs> I mean, just imagine though, if the pot was like even a quarter of that, you would be set for like two lifetimes. I, I would, more. yeah, it's, it's again, so unfathomable. And I don't think that the person who won has come forward. Did we mention that yet? I, I don't think they've come forward yet. Do you think they know that they won? They, they, they must know. Cause the, so the lotter, the lottery knows where the ticket was purchased. So they know where if this, so that guy out, you know, the man who sold the store, the retailer who sold it, he knows that the, it was sold at his store. Yeah. Um, but I don't think the person's come forward yet. Can you imagine living in that town and thinking it's probably somebody close by? Yeah. Who, you know, if it was at the local gas station in this little town in California. So yeah, I, it's not like it's, it was in a big city where it could have been someone passing through. Right. It's somebody that could potentially be your neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they said it was a single ticket. The person that I guess they can even tell how many tickets the person bought. So mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see, but can you imagine the thoughts that are going through their head yeah. or imagine if they can't find the ticket, that would really oh, be I know. Yeah, you wow. need to have like the physical ticket that you bought, right? You can't just say, oh yeah, I bought this ticket and I can't find it. And you know, I don't know. This is something that we need to learn. We'll have to look into this. And it may have happened during COVID, but I don't really know. I believe that playing the lottery is still a very physical thing that you have to go pay cash, mm -hmm. I think, and get the physical ticket. I don't know. Yeah, from, from what I remember, because I used to work at a convenience store, so I we sold lottery tickets. I don't think you can use anything except for cash. Yeah, that which is good. That makes sense. Could you imagine people would start putting like ten thousand dollars on their credit card? <laughs> it's scary though, because I mean, like even when um, like concert tickets. People program robots to go in and buy like tons of concert tickets and then they resell them at a higher price. Can you imagine like if someone could create like a digital bot to buy lottery tickets, it would change the lottery. Like it yeah. would change. That's wild. That I didn't know that that happens. Like that's how yeah. they. Yeah. Yeah. They can program like computer systems to like 
like, and like sneakers and stuff when like, you know, there's drops of product, like something that's anticipated, people can program bots on the computer to go in and buy like all of the stocks. And then it, they can drive the price up of the product when they resell it. Because of the limit, the limited quantity. So that, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, but it's scary. That's probably why they're not putting it digitally because there's just so many different. I feel like the nature of the economy is so different once you go digital. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's really fascinating. I I still, I still maybe it's too late to have to worry about it. Cannot wrap my head around cryptocurrency. Can't do it. I it's been explained to me. I've tried to read up on it. I'm like, I still don't get this at all. I still don't I get I honestly it. can't either. It it doesn't make any sense to me. It's. I- it's above me, so I don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't really understand it, but the closest I've gotten is the How I Built This episode where they talked to the guy who um, invented one of the wallets that you have. Yeah. Coinbase, that's what it is. It's called Coinbase. Give that one a listen. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, you guys. Speaking of podcasts, do we have any new podcasts to shout out? Have we said everything we want to say about the lottery first start? Good luck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody wins that I know, think of me when you win. I love you. <laughs> we were always the best of friends. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So podcasts. Any new podcasts this week that you want to shout out? None from you, Brianna? Yeah, I don't have any. Okay. I'm going to tell you, I am still, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm in a rut, but I'm not because the episodes have all been really good. The weekly walk, the weekly walk, the weekly walk. I listen to this still continuously. I listen to both drops every week because it's the husband and wife, Joyce and Eric. And this week's topic was really good. I listened to it actually today while I was getting myself put together, which I'm going to tell you about in just a second. And it was, oh, wait, I wrote it down because I knew I wouldn't remember it. It was really good. It was so good that I forgot it. Oh, this is your brain on walking. I I should be walking right now. It was really good. And they really stick to their 30 minute time zone. So I love that. And then every week she also does a drop where she's walking and interviewing somebody and the woman she was interviewing this week they were talking about loneliness and it was really interesting because loneliness has so many different degrees to it is it solitude is it lonely it's interesting so they were both really good but I'm telling you all this because I don't know if I told you this I got a wireless speaker finally and now I can listen to it I learned this from my friend when I was away back in the spring. She listens to her, the podcast that she follows, including us, when she's getting put together in the morning. So mm-hmm. I just took my wireless speaker into the bathroom with me and it was great. It was really good because the bathroom can get a little lonely. So I didn't feel lonely in the bathroom. I had somebody talking to me. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, I never fun. thought of it that way, but I do the same thing when I listen to my podcast, you know, whatever, or whatever I'm listening to as I get ready in the morning. So I have like a solid hour of podcast time. That's a great time to do it. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I actually do have a new one. I've been really into watching YouTube podcasts because like there's a visual. So that's interesting to me. And then also you get like the audio. But I've been watching a lot of knitting ones and my new favorite, her name is 
Crea Bea, C-R-E-A-B-E-A. It's called the Crea Bea Knitting Podcast. And she's from Scotland. She lives in Edinburgh. That I butchered the way that you're supposed to say that. Um, But she's very cool. I could listen to her talk all day long. And she's actually also just designed like her first couple sweaters. So the one sweater that she designed is called the Cargill sweater on um, Cargill, I think is more so the way you say it on Ravelry. And it uses this stitch called the dip stitch. And it looks really, really cool. I encourage everyone to look it up. I want to make one. And she's doing a baby version. So that's coming out soon. And I actually have a baby shower coming up. So I think I might try and get the baby version or the kids version first and try it that way to see how I like the stitch pattern before committing to like full size adult sweater of it. But she's really cool. Yeah. She reminds me a lot of Elizabeth Smith in, in a lot of ways. Like she's very strategic. The way she writes is very good she's very well spoken like I just I feel like she's got a lot of good knitting nice you know speaking of baby gifts the post that you put on Instagram and Facebook too I believe it goes both places last week Brian I think it was the baby shower gift that you had made that cardigan boot the Ugg booties and the hat yeah Oh my, I want to go to a baby shower and I don't ever really want to go to baby shower. No, and I, I don't have baby fever. Horrible. All I want to do is knit baby stuff. Like I want to see babies wearing the stuff that I knit. I don't care whose baby it is, but I, I love knitting baby things all of a sudden. I just can't wait to see babies in knitted things. That well, that ensemble that you did, and I love you. You put the notes there so we could look up all the patterns and everything. That's great. So if anybody's listening, go to Roots Knitting Academy on Facebook and you yeah, and Instagram, yeah, Instagram, and yeah, follow them and scroll through and find that. That was really cool. They were all great patterns. Great, all your posts are fun. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, that was really cute, Brianna. I'm sure. I'm sure the mom to be loved. oh yeah it was definitely a favorite (laughs) there you go that does that does make us feel special right like the cool aunt (laughs) yes (laughs) the creative cool aunt yeah the cool aunt that'll knit you a sweater until you're too cool for it you You might have other cool aunts but are they gonna knit you a sweater I got a I got a request for socks from everyone across the street to match Mr. Ed's socks so Yes, yeah, so you do know I measured his foot. And I'm like, of course I'll knit you socks. Like yeah. seven inches, I'll knit you socks. Just yeah. <laughs> save one of those extra balls of yarn that you would put on your granny square after you were done yes. knitting your pair. And there you go. It's like a second pair of socks. <laughs> pair of socks. So yeah, kids are great. Oh, I love it. All right, guys. Well, here's a really hard hitting question. What's for dinner? Well, I we already ate dinner. And it was a quick dinner because I don't have anything in the house. So I literally just cooked half a box of spaghetti and made a roasted red pepper, garlic, olive oil sauce, kind of. I actually, several weeks ago, had started making garlic olive oil. So I just like broke open cloves of garlic, put them in jars of olive oil and let them sit for a while. And it is the most potent garlic olive oil 
meal I've ever had. So we basically just like ate garlic for dinner. It was delicious. <laughs> but, um, I maybe won't do that again because it was a lot of garlic, but it was tasty. I will definitely use that olive oil for lighter cooking. I won't use it to make a whole sauce. Wow, it sounds it sounds really good, and we're glad to see you on Zoom. Yes. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to come to my house. It smells like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so we splurged tonight. The Finleys did. We got takeout from the um, Clam Tavern. Oh, I mean, it was delicious. It was just really nice. So we had we had sandwiches that came with fries. Oh gosh, we really splurged tonight, but, but so we've eaten as well, and it was wonderful. Nice. Clam Tavern takeout. Very fun. I am um, making like a fall bake salad. So it's chick. I, I don't know if I've talked about this before. It's chickpeas, broccoli, um, a red onion, and then um, a sweet potato. And you cut all that up and you put it on a tray with olive oil. And I put like garlic, salt, and pepper on there. And then I just throw it in the oven and I roast it. And then once everything's roasted, I put it on like some greens and I put like a cool olive oil Dijon like garlic dressing on there so good and I hate salad I hate eating salad but I really like baked this baked salad for whatever reason I will eat it for like the next three days so that sounds delicious I I have a good it salad doesn't sound appetizing but when you say you know you add all those other things to it it sounds it sounds like a different meal than a salad. Uh, we've been doing that too for lunches. I'll like cook other veggies and tofu and um, like, you know, roast nuts and seeds and stuff. And we'll just put it on lettuce. And it it's so much better than just a salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you feel like you're getting like a meal. Like, I don't know, there's something about it that like feels more like a meal to me. And like, we'll we'll cook, like I'll cook some chicken breasts. We'll have chicken with it. And like feta over top, it's always a good idea. Um, but it's like one of my new favorite obsessions. I saw some girl do it on TikTok per usual. And I was like, yes, this is my entire personality for the rest of the winter. So I'm a <laughs> salad girl. <laughs> Inspiring. I'm going to try to do something like that. You inspired me too. Both of you gals, when we were talking about food, I guess it was more summertime, it was the pasta salad. And I got, that gave a little bit of a pep and variety to food, but this, this sounds really good. I never thought about almost like a roasted vegetable thing on top of your greens. And then like, instead of putting it over rice or pasta, you just put it on salad and not, you know, it, it is healthier because there's less carbs, but it's tasty. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I love greens. I just don't like the idea of a plain old salad with like a cucumber and a tomato slice no it's not my jam I need like I, I'm I have a sophisticated palate I need more than that. <laughs> yes absolutely. I, just, I just finished eating like a four pack of easy mac today so sophisticated no it was a lot of fun oh and I have to tell you guys this is the last thing I promise um we had a really cute date idea last night that we also got off of tiktok and I, it was a lot of fun so i just wanted to share it um because it involves food and dinner so we went to trader joe's and i've been seeing these videos where you play rock paper scissors and you decide whoever wins gets to pick the beverage and then you play again whoever wins that one gets to pick the appetizer whoever wins next one picks the entree and then the dessert too mm-hmm. um so we did that and i won for beverage and dinner and 
appetizer and Chris one for entree and dessert and it was a lot of fun and then we came home and we made it all that's awesome I highly recommend doing that did you do that while you were in the store or you did it okay (laughs) yeah like we never we never actually end up going grocery shopping together it's usually like one or the other goes like when they're out but we were actually at the grocery store together yesterday and it was Chris's idea to do it and it was a lot of fun so good date good date that's fun yeah yeah all right you guys anything else that we want to add no announcement yeah definitely have an announcement so um big announcement Ruth Sinning Academy is launching our next calendar of classes for January through April of 2023 and that comes out um the Friday after Thanksgiving which is the 25th 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 of November at 8 p.m. We're going to be going live on on Instagram um, to talk all things calendar, give you all of the insight into what the classes are. Um, We might have some samples to show you, at least partially um, completed samples to show you. And it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a party. So we hope that you can join us on Instagram. Um, But we're very excited. Yeah. And that will be bringing you up on a whole year of classes. Yeah. Well, not quite. No, because we didn't start until we started what, Brianna, in May? Started in May. So this will be our third calendar of classes, which would take us to a year. It'll take Mm -hmm. to a year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, you'll be in that that trimester that's exciting. That's so exciting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So thank you to everyone who's already taking classes with us. And if you haven't, you should. We're a lot of fun. It's a good time. <laughs> really should. <laughs> All right. Other news from you gals? I don't think so. I don't think so. We, yeah. All right. Are we ready to wrap it up today? Let's do it. Yeah. Um, we'd love to hear from you and invite you to join us as a guest on a future podcast. Um, we promise that if you do that, there's no work involved for you. You just need to show up and be ready to chat. Um, if you're interested in that, please email Kathy or Brianna and Natalie if um, you'd like to join us on the show. Be sure to read the show notes for links to our emails, and that's how you can contact us. If you like our show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform so more people can find us. Hopefully by now you've finished your project, drink, or walk because it's time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.